with that familiar theme song, we're reminded it's time once again for the Harvest Time Gospel Broadcast. This is a daily broadcast with special emphasis on missions and world evangelization under the direction of Dr. Stenny Ballou of Resaca, Georgia. And now, here is Brother Ballou and today's broadcast. Thank you and greetings, radio friends. What a joy and privilege it is to come to your place of listening and share together with you another Harvest Time broadcast. We're turning in our Bible to the book of Isaiah, chapter number 6, and we're concluding the study today on calls for involvement that God brings into our life. We looked at the first part of the week of this life-transforming experience in Isaiah's life. And then I've been building from verse number 8, where the Bible said, Also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us then said I, Jeremiah, send me. And in verse 9, and he said, go. And we're looking at calls for involvement in the work of the Lord. I mentioned to you that there's a call from above that calls me to involvement. There's a call from within that calls me to involvement. There is a call from without that calls me to involvement. I have never listened to the Lord above and felt like he told me I was doing too much, not to worry about people going to hell, to relax. I have never listened to the love of Christ that's inside me, and it told me that I was doing too much, not to worry about people going to hell, take it easy, and relax. I have never listened to the call of the lost from without and felt like that they said to me, I want you to slow down, don't worry about us, take it easy, and relax. No, my friend, but the thing that drives this preacher to the work of God, there is a call from above, there's a call from within, and there's a call from without that calls me to involvement. And I want to mention three others, the Lord willing, on the broadcast today. Let me say to you, number four, there is a call from behind that calls me to involvement. If I stop on my journey and I listen back down the road behind me, I hear voices that cry out for my involvement. Let me mention three of them very briefly. First of all, may I say to you that the old rugged cross cries out for my involvement. You see, when Christ died on the cross at Calvary, he accomplished everything that God intended and purposed for him to accomplish there in his death on the cross. You see, what was that, preacher? That was salvation, free and full, to any sinner that hears the gospel and acts upon the terms of the gospel to be saved. And, of course, the terms of the gospel are simple faith and repentance toward God and faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And so the cross cries out, somebody carry my message. I remember years ago studying through the Word of God, and I came up on the portion where they compelled Simon the Serene to bear the cross after Christ. There was a thought that came through my mind. I wish I would have been there that day. I would have loved to put my hands on his cross and help Christ bear the cross as he goes on his way to Calvary. Then there was another thought that came to my mind. If I would not pick up his cross and carry it now, I would not have laid my hand upon his cross when they were crucifying people upon 
the cross. But the old rugged cross cries out, Who will go for me? Who will tell my story? My friend, my heart wants to cry back to the cross. Here am I. Send me. I will go and tell the wonderful story of Christ in his saving grace. But not only there's the cross that cries out behind me, but there is a great commission that cries out back down the road. Men have heard the call of God, and they've heard the cry, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. How can I sit still when the Lord died for the world and gave us a commission to go into all the world? And here we are 2,000 years later, and all the world has not heard the gospel even to this day. I cannot be still. The cross cries out for my involvement. The commission cries out for my involvement. And may I say to you, back down the road of history, the church cries out for my involvement. When I study church history, oh, my heart is moved at those who have died the martyr's death, shed their own blood for the cause of Christ. How can I sit back in my rocking chair and relax while the world goes to hell when my brothers and sisters that have run this race before me have paid the ultimate sacrifice of shedding their own blood and dying all kind of martyrs' deaths, that the message of the gospel might go forth, and it came to me, and I'd be a traitor to let it stop here with me. The cross cries out for my involvement. The commission cries out for my involvement. The church cries out for my involvement. My grandfather on my mother's side was a preacher, and he preached himself to death before he was as old as I am. My grandfather never had the luxuries that I enjoyed. I traveled from one end of this country to another in living room comfort. And my friend, I enjoy the blessings of God's benefits to me in this life far greater than my grandfather did. And I'd be a traitor to him. I'd hate to face him at the judgment seat of Christ, having betrayed that that he lived for and that he died for and gave his life a living sacrifice to the glory and honor of the Lord Jesus Christ. So there's a call from above. The Lord calls me to involvement. There's a call from within. The love of Christ calls me to involvement. There's a call from without. The lost world calls me to involvement. And then there's a call from behind. The cross cries out. The commission cries out. The church of yesterday cries out for my involvement. But then may I say to you, number five, there is a call from before As I look down the road in front of me, I hear a clear voice that's calling for my involvement. You say, what is it, preacher? I'll tell you what it is. It's the judgment seat of Christ. I have never thought about the judgment seat of Christ and felt like I was doing too much. I have never thought about the judgment seat of Christ and felt like I needed to slow down. I needed to quit wondering and having concern about souls that are going to hell. I've never looked at the judgment seat of Christ and felt like I ought to let somebody else do it and me relax 
for a period of time. No, my friend, when I look at the judgment seat of Christ, there's a call that grabs my soul and my spirit and says to me, get involved, get involved in a greater way. When I think of the judgment seat of Christ, there are three things that come to my mind, and I must submit to you, I don't know nearly as much about the judgment seat of Christ as maybe I should know. But there are three things that come to my mind when I think of the judgment seat of Christ. I believe at the judgment seat of Christ, God will let us see the potential of our life, what we could have been if we had given our all to the Lord. And then he'll let us compare that to what we have been. And I'm afraid most of us will stand in shame as we see the potential of our life and what we could have been and what we were for God's glory and God's honor. But not only at the judgment seat of Christ will we see the potential of our life, but at the judgment seat of Christ we'll see the price of our laziness. We'll see how many things we've missed that we could accomplish for God's glory if we'd have been up and about the Father's business. And then, my friend, for many of us at the judgment seat of Christ, we'll see the perishing of our labors. First Corinthians chapter 3 tells us that much of the work will go up in smoke when we stand before him at the judgment seat of Christ. So, my friend, that call from before me, the judgment seat of Christ, does not say to me, slow down, let somebody else do it. But it cries out to me, get involved, get involved, get involved. As I preach on the radio day after day, so often I wish I could just slow down and be calm and, and talk to you with a good voice. But I want to tell you there's an urgency that burns in my soul. People are going to hell, and we who are saved are headed to the judgment seat of Christ, and it's not a time to let up. It's not a time to slow down, but it's a time to press onward and upward with all the strength and vitality that we can muster for the glory and honor of the Lord Jesus Christ. But let me give you the last one. There's a call from beneath. I've never tuned my ear toward hell and felt like I needed to slow down, relax, let somebody else do it, and quit worrying about people that are going to hell. No, my friend, when I think of hell, when I allow the voices that come out of the region of the damned to speak to my heart, it does not say to me, slow down, relax, let somebody else do it. There is a call to involvement in Luke chapter number 16. Here we have the story of the rich man, and he cries out for Lazarus. And he said, Father, send Lazarus. Then he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. I wondered as I studied the word of God why he remembered Lazarus and why he requested Lazarus. And I believe I can give you at least a good thought on it. I believe Lazarus had been such a faithful witness while he lay there at his gate that he felt like if anybody would warn his brothers, Lazarus would. And oh, my friend, I want to be such a faithful witness that folk who I witness to and preach to and live around 
If they die lost, they will remember me in hell. I thought as I studied this, I wonder if there's somebody in hell today that's crying out for God to send Stinnett Baloo. Put your name in there. Is there somebody in hell today that you witnessed to? You stood for God in front of them, and they remember your stand, and they remember your witness. Are they praying to God that he'd send you back to their brother's house, lest they also come to that place of torment. So, my friend, there are six voices that cause this preacher to involvement in the work of God. I cannot slow down. I cannot relax. I cannot take it easy. God speaks from above. The love of Christ speaks from within. The world cries out from without. The cross and the commission of the church cry out from behind me. And the judgment seat of Christ cries out in front of me, before, from before me. And then the lost that have died in their sins cry out from hell beneath me. And I hear them say, get involved, preacher. Don't slow down. Don't stop. Do not get detoured. Stay on track. Stay in the fight. Stay true to the Word of God. Stay involved, preacher, for the sake of those that are unsaved. Do you hear those voices speak to you today? Are you involved in the work of God? God speaking, whom can I send and who will go for us? Will you answer that and say with Isaiah, here am I, Lord, send me. Father, take the word, use it to your glory. I pray in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Behold, the fields are white, it's harvest time. Well, I trust you enjoy the broadcast today. Let me encourage you that you pray for the broadcast, that the Lord would bless it and use it to the glory and honor of the Lord Jesus Christ. Also, I want to encourage you that you write to us and share with us in the financial burden of the radio ministry. Simply address that letter to Harvest Time, 179 Promise Land Drive, Resaca, Georgia, 30735. That's Harvest Time, 179 Promise Land Drive, Resaca, Georgia, 30735. And be sure to join us each weekday, Monday through Friday, at this same time. God bless you. Until the next broadcast. Are you not-